Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, and welcome to another beautiful, wonderful Entertainment Plus. Hello, Ron. Hello, Nir. How are you today? So far, so good. I hope you're not going to ruin my day. I probably will. <laughs> Considering the pre-show that we just had, we're, this is going to be chaotic. So there's a lot of hatred for Upsa's love. Um, there's a lot of things happening in the industry right now. Last week, we broke down the whole Golden Globes being sold to a private company. But that is just you know, part of how the industry has been changing, has been evolving, some would say, for the good, for the worse, um, and that to be seen. I really believe that at the end of 2023, we're going to say that 2023 was a year that changed uh, a lot of things that we were used to in the past. I completely agree. And I think we're already seeing that with the box office numbers. Um, since COVID, and we, and we talked about it, I think it was last week as well. well. No, two weeks ago. We talked about the fact that as much as I, specifically I love theater, at this point I don't understand the need for movies to have their period in theaters. It just doesn't make sense. And the numbers in the box office are proving it right now. Uh, they're showing it. Movies, although, yeah, we could grant Mario did really, really well. And Mario, by the way, is already on VOD for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. It's, it's already available. They become available as soon as the production company doesn't need them to be for Oscars reasons, for box office gains. You know, the second the production company has finished what they need from the theater... You're talking about the studios, uh, not the production company. The studios. I mean, sorry, sorry. Yes, good correction. The studios. We're seeing it with the release dates. Um, Fast X premiered, and literally the day, the second they no longer had to have it in theaters only... It became available digitally. It was less. It was like two weeks later, maybe maybe two and a half weeks later. I I, I remember seeing that it was released digitally, and I was like, that was extremely fast. Um, and the same thing goes for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's coming to digital somewhere around the beginning of August. It's going to be on streaming. Like, there's no the buffer time for theater is technical, and that's it. There's no reason for it, and the numbers don't lie. The thing is, yeah, if you think about it that, you know, the studios uh, are making the same kind of money because the first week at the box office, yeah. they make, uh, oh, first weekend actually, uh, they make all the money. Then the rest is, you know, what the theaters make half of it. Uh, so they bring it over to VOD where they make most of the money. The cable cam companies get some of the cut and then they move it over to streaming, which is totally their entity because all the studios and yep. own their own streaming services. So that let's say people want to sign up for Disney plus so they can see the new, uh, and the galaxy or, uh, fast X, uh, for uh, Pico. It's ridiculous that we are already seeing how this has changed completely. And now it's only a matter of the studios, you know, pressuring other entities to say, okay, we no longer need the theater. We can do just the opening weekend maybe. And we don't that, but even the opening weekend is no longer that there's a movie that I try not to talk about and it's the flash. Um, I try not to give it any space, not on my tech talk, not on like never. I don't want to promote that movie at but all. You just but the only reason I will talk about it is the fact that the movie is not doing well in the box office. And I think that's for many reasons. I think the biggest one is the same reason why I don't want to talk about that movie. It just disgusts me that Warner Brothers kept Ezra Miller in the movie. I think it's it's 
it's horrible to see how they got special treatment where others have been completely Jonathan Majors has been dropped down from any promotion to do with Creed 3. He is not on any of the Marvel promotion. Like they haven't made a decision yet. There's no official, oh, we're kicking. Yeah, they're waiting. They're smart. They don't want to repeat the Johnny Depp, but they already kind of took their career down. Some Someone like put them on the back burner now, but it seems that Ezra Miller, for some reason, is floating above. But the movie is not is not successful. And many are blaming it for the fact that now every weekend we have this huge blockbuster uh, that's coming out and, and companies are looking like they're mad that people are not flocking to the theaters to see them. Well, first of all, I agree with the fact that going to the theater is just way too expensive nowadays. It's no longer something you do you know, as a fun thing that you can do whenever. It's something that you need to plan for if you want to go out there. Like, there's no way of spending less than $60. I mean, if you do a month's worth of streaming, it's uh, less than going to a theater. Yeah, and if you, exactly. And if you're paying already for streaming, like, there are so many ways to get content. And with the fact that two weeks... No, but even to, to, to subscribe for a month to streaming in order to see the specific movie that you want to see. To see a specific movie. It's it's just the theater And even the cost of model. a whole box of microwave popcorn still popcorn. less than going to <laughs> it's so ridiculous and, and and a lot of people are complaining about that i think that also with the fact that we're getting constant content like big movies coming out is that we've lost the fact that this is summertime we're supposed to have a big blockbuster every weekend we were supposed to flock to the theaters every weekend to see movies it's no longer that there's no longer like this epic summer blockbuster thing because we're getting content all the time from all over i find it that we're already the model already changed it's now the studios and the other entities that are catching up saying oh so it's it doesn't work the way we wanted it to work or the way we're used to it to work no i think that um, uh, they paid so, so much for the production of those movies that they want to maximize uh, the return on investment but uh, i think that uh, absolutely they will and have to that model will have to change you know, just like yeah. uh, Netflix uh, uh, doesn't pay so much for the production of movies uh, other than some movies that they really want to, like, uh, promote and, and push. Uh, so the studios will have, like, maybe one or two movies a year that will be huge movies that they will invest a lot of money with, and the others, they won't. And also, let's take into consideration the fact that all these huge sums that we're hearing, a lot of it is marketing. Of course. And they can definitely change the way they do marketing, and they probably will have to change the way they do marketing. First of all, to maximize their profit, they just need to cut theaters out. That's basically a COVID kind of proved it, and now they're just wiggling their way to find a way to get back to I the place where they could need say. need to stay, but not in the capacity that they're at today. I think the theaters should be um, used for specialty movies, you know, for IMAX and other uh, technology-enhanced movies that you cannot see at home yet. Absolutely. But I'm talking about the actual, you know, the way they make money off of it. If they change the way that the way theater works for them and they say a movie go comes out to theater and my platform same day for the same price you know you pay me it's not 20 dollars at home it's 
$20 per person at home. I don't like, you know, it's the same price. They will find a way. They will find a stupid way to do this. They'll say that the first, if you want to watch it on the first weekend, you'll need to pay $60 or $100 for the movie um, at home. Because, you know, they take into consideration that you're going to bring six people to watch with you. You know, they'll find some stupid, like, way to do it. But that's the only way they can actually maximize what they're gaining and what they're getting. Because that way, everybody can watch it on the first weekend. And then they can say, oh, my first weekend was bazillion, gazillion, bazillion money. Um, going back you to know? what we talked about last week about the academies. So the uh, AMPAS, Academy of <laughs> Pictures, Arts and Sciences, um, have still a rule where a movie needs to be in theater for at least two weeks uh, to be uh, and eligible that's, and that's... for uh, awards consideration. So uh, launching it on a streaming will not qualify them. And as we all said, it's a pissing contest. They all want to be nominated for us. goes back to what I started with saying that the studios are not going to work on the other entities to make them change the rules as well. Because they'll need to make the other people change. And, and the only reason movies are in theater is because they want to be nominated for Oscar. They want to the opportunity. And that's literally the only reason they're still right. there. Well, not all um, the movies that are in theaters are going to be nominated for Oscars, but yes. No, but that's a requirement for them to even be considered. And, and that is also the way we've done things up till now. And that's going to change. And, and like you said, at the end of 2023, this, the industry is not going to work the way used to work it's not going to stay the same things are going to change on the 50th day there was a rally in la that had thousands of people joining and it wasn't just the writers and you know and just uh, it was other unions it was the crew members that are now unemployed well, the new season on tv ha have already either been postponed or uh, the, that they bought shows from uh, other countries or uh, are doing reality shows even though reality yeah. shows also need scripts but uh, I guess not from the writer's guild. From what I've been seeing, they're, they've been approving many unscripted show. And when they say unscripted show, they're taking all sorts of people from realities or other famous people like 50 Cent, who he specifically closed two deals for two new shows that he's doing. So they're basing themselves on talent that could possibly hold the show for whatever time they need. Right. But we know how the fall season is going to look. We know we pretty much know the networks where they're planning. So fall season might be okay. Summer shows are done and next year is already affected. Shows should have started production like a month ago. Right. And they're not. No. So everything is being pushed. Uh, there was the, the, you know, Netflix was trying to make a lot of noise with all the things they renewed and all the new casting and everything. I'm like, you've cast Linda Hamilton for Stranger Things 5 that's going to be produced in 2025. Are you joking? You're announcing it now to keep the void, you know, to, 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 to make noise in the void. But basically, you know, one of the things that I love was FUBAR. Arnold Schwarzenegger was very happy to announce that FUBAR is coming for a second season. I'm like, you're the chief action officer for Netflix. You literally are the person that signs what is approved to come back or not. Oh, surprise, surprise, your show is back. Oh, I'm amazed. By the you way, know, that was a very was smart a move on Netflix's part uh, to, Absolutely. to get him to do all his movies from now on and TV shows on. Although, you know, I don't know how much of an entity uh, Schwarzenegger still is, but, you know, he's still a name. Listen, they, they made a move. So they made a documentary about him, right? In that documentary, they already knew that Sylvester Stallone has said 
that Arnold Schwarzenegger won, that he is the bigger action hero of all time, whatever. Then they hired Schwarzenegger as the chief action officer, and then they released the documentary. That was such a well-played move to make the media get Arnold Schwarzenegger from all over in one place. And it also brought, you know, a lot of generations together because it's the same, like, couple of days where Expendables 4 uh, trailer dropped. So there was a whole, it was beautiful. You know, sometimes I hate, I hate manipulation, but sometimes you just need to step back and look at it and be like, that's gorgeous. Whoever, whoever thought this move is a genius. Like it was so well played. I, I I loved it. Like I, I, I saw it unfold. I was being part of it, you know, it it unfold. And I was like, ah, this is what's happening. It's kind of cool. So yeah, so we'll see what happens with the strike. We'll see what happens with them and how that affects. But full season is pretty much set. And I think that pretty even, much. you know, we had a, a huge uh, decline over the years uh, of people watching network and, and cable. And I think this is going to uh, increase as we go towards the full, which will, um, you know, make other channels uh, in the streaming universe bigger and faster growing. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll get to the faster growing in a bit because there's there's also a list of the top streaming services and and that list already kind of proves your point. But before we get there, I just want to cover a few more things that are happening. Emmys might be delayed. And when they're talking about delayed, they're talking about a couple of months, maybe into January. So they're talking about pushing this Emmys into next year. God knows what that means for the next Emmys. And with all of that chaos happening, and with all, you know, with and such a way, big... awaiting the uh, Emmy nominations in the next few days. So uh, I don't know if that will be delayed as well, because definitely I think it's going to be stupid on their part uh, to release the nominations if they're going to show, because... By the time the show will air, nobody will even remember that there were nominations for the Emmys. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And what's interesting, under this huge magnifying glass, then Ryan Murphy closes a deal with Disney for so much money to produce new shows for them. In the deal, he has somehow got the approval that he can still continue working on projects that he started under his five-year contract with Netflix. So any season two, three, four, he can just continue working on, uh, but all new ideas now belong to Disney. I don't know how that works. I don't know how Ryan Murphy works within the Disney universe. But by the way, this is kind of a homecoming for him because he went from 20th Century Fox to uh, Netflix as 20th Century Fox was taken over by Disney, right? So uh, his producing partner at Fox, uh, Dana Walden, is now responsible for all the streaming at Disney. Yes. So it was only a matter of time that she will, you know, bake a deal for him to really back back in now while he was at netflix the same thing as you said right now for him to do season two and three and etc continued at 20th century fox or 20s fox or 20th century sorry uh 20th century like season like shows like 911 and uh, all those things that he produces continued to be under the Disney banner, 
Even 911 was grabbed from Fox to ABC this season. Uh, so he, he, he continued to have a relationship with them as he was with Netflix. So when uh, Dana became uh, like the head of, of everything streaming at uh, Disney, it was very, very, you know, it, it was like an open secret, so to say, that they're going to get mm-hmm. back. Because even though Disney is firing uh, 7,000 people or whatever, uh, they, money they they've lost a few God. head peoples as well. Yeah, but they've 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 just fired or just lost like there's what it was the CFO and and their diversity mm-hmm. chief officer. That the world is kind of happy about that one. I, I don't I like I I'm not sure what I feel about that because like from one one hand I they need diversity. From the other, the decisions that were made were kind of very lazy. But going back to the point. I'm not sure how Ryan Murphy works with Disney. I don't know how his ideas, how his stories, how anything that he makes works within the... Well, I'll tell you exactly. It's just, uh, just how Disney framed it until now on Hulu. I guess. But, I but guess. internationally, as Hulu is only North America, internationally, all of stuff is bought into the uh, Disney Plus universe. So it's only in the US that we have Disney Plus uh, incorporates all those shows that are on Hulu and Disney has the rights for. Um, they're incorporated into Disney Plus because Hulu is just in the US. Um, yeah. By the way, Disney is doing another thing which is very, very interesting and might, uh, I believe uh, happen in the US, uh, maybe it's a test case for them at the moment, they are shutting down Disney channels on cable at the moment mm-hmm. in several Asian countries and bringing those channels into the fold of Disney Plus. So again, to cut the middleman, i.e. the cable companies and the satellite companies and make the people, uh, you know, uh, Join, join Disney Plus and pay directly to the source. If I believe that if they sense, see though. that this works well and that a lot of people will do that transition, and I think that people with little children like yours will have to do that because that's that's the babysitter for their kids. And don't forget that uh, uh, Baby Einstein is also a Disney entity. Um, which I didn't know that. But even with commercials on the the lower lowest tier, it's still cheaper. And has you, you get access to more content right. to have Disney Plus, then continue playing paying for cable. So that's the the thing, you know. Uh, will they eliminate the Disney channels uh, and bring them into the fold of Disney Plus? You know, there's talks of uh, starting ESPN on streaming, which uh, and I, there's ESPN Plus at the moment, but that's only like second tier sports events that they don't put on on television. But they're talking about taking ESPN, the main channel, and making it a streaming. That says isn't that already isn't that ESPN already? Like you can get the bundle of Disney Plus, no, no, no. Hulu, and you ESPN. Can, uh, it's Disney. It's ESPN Plus, which is uh, uh, a streaming only service that has events that uh, regular ESPN does not have on the cable channels it was done on purpose like that because they didn't want to they didn't want to upset the cable. doesn't it give you access to the regular espn channels no. so what's the point of it even 
that's why I've, I never paid for it. I don't know what's on it because I never paid for yeah. it. I'm annoyed by the fact that it's bundled into the two that I can't just get Hulu and Disney Plus together. Well, they like, pushed I, it I in because they wanted to push that service in because uh, not a whole lot of people subscribe to it. Because if you're a sports fan, you know that, you know, most of those events there you're not interested in. Yeah, you want you want the main channels where they have this, like the, the actual contracts for a billion gazillion years. And that's why they only um, so, could only charge as much for, for this ESPN plus where now they're talking about once ESPN the main channel comes into it as the yeah. universe, they'll charge over twenty dollars for I won't be surprised and I won't be paying for it. It's a waste of money. I don't understand people's obsession with balls. I don't understand why we kick them, throw them, bat them. Think about how many bats we have. We have baseball bats. We have like we now have pickleball bats. Like, what is that even? Ryan Murphy. Yes. But he is a writer first. He started as a writer and to make a deal so big. And, and not only that, he continues filming American horror stories during the strike. Like he... But he had this... I feel like so he... Yeah, but at this point, I'm like, you're... It's your obligation is, to finish your production. If you have the, if you have the scripts to do it, then you should do it. But even if you have the scripts as the main showrunner and as the person who makes the decision, he also makes decisions on changing text or dropping or making any change to the script while he's filming. The fact that he continues filming makes like the fact that he closed the deal during such a big deal with the studios during the strike, the fact that he keeps on filming kind of puts him in a place that, that he acts like he's above, above everybody. Right. He acts like he's better than everybody else. And that is, but he is. that is a, that's not true. <laughs> I guess so. It's him and Tyler Stevenson. What is what is his name? The, the guy who writes Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. They are both the powerhouses of TV right now. So we're battling with a strike. We're battling AI. And, and just this week, we had Secret Invasion from Marvel come out. And the, titles, the title screen, the title uh, video for the show uh, was made with AI. That got a lot of backlash from the internet for obvious reasons. Um, Marvel claims that like the, the show deals with the idea of AIs and stuff like that. So it kind of is fair, but no, <laughs> for many, for the many reasons we already broke down of why AI art is complicated and, and difficult. But, but here there was a specific scream online from artists saying we strive to work hard to go and work for Disney Marvel and work on these kind of projects. And now, like, what's the point? You're not, what am I working hard for? On the other hand, Portland, Oregon has a new AI radio. I know that's, that was, that was an interesting thing. I, I'm really curious to hear it. If, if you can, if you can tell the difference between the live uh, host and, and the AI one. I forgot her name, Ashley something. She said in the article that there, that she cannot tell the difference. What they're doing is that she created an AI clone of herself and they're using uh, ChatGPT4 to create the scripts that are feeding the AI clone. So, you know, they've created what we've talked about. They've created somewhat of a, of a working box. They fed the ChatGPT with all her material of her transcripts from how she runs her shows. That creates new material and that is being fed into her clone. And it's two out of the five days. And it's interesting because in this case, everybody's winning. She can work less two days, still make money. 
she's not making the full money because they're they're paying less for the days that the AI is working for them. But they're, you know, they're paying less. She's still getting money for the days. She's not losing work, something that is happening to hosts all over the world. I, by um, the way, and now that we know she would uh, uh, not get paid for the days that the AI is working because it's still her. No, it's not that she's not getting paid. Originally, what ha- what is happening right now in radios all over the world is that they, they're cutting hours. They will say, okay, we know that we love this show, but we can only afford three days of this show for now. So they're going to drop the two days and put music on instead. <laughs> Here, they're getting a better deal. They're paying you know, a fraction of the price that they would pay for her regular hour, but she's not losing those days. She's still being paid. And with the way AI is working right now and with the digital clones that we're seeing in visuals as well, it's a year from now. You won't even need to have TV hosts anymore. There will be no reason to have them. If they're already reading from a teleprompter, you'll just feed the AI clone, or you won't even use clones because why pay someone who became really, you know, why pay for a face when you can just manufacture new people and push them into the media, make them famous, and, and then just do that. It's, it's, it's scary. And before we go into our main event, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk have been talking about Having, having a fight in a cage. Now, it all started like online in a stupid way. But then this week um, or yesterday, it was Elon, Elon said, um, are you up for a fight? And then Zuckerberg, Jiu-Jitsu Zuckerberg, as I call him, um, he replied like, send me location. And and now, you know, I, it's it's it was probably a joke at that point or Zuckerberg is not joking, but Musk is probably you know, taking it lightly and doesn't understand that the joke has went too far. Uh, but then I saw an interview with TMZ and their sports guy said that he spoke to both of them and that they're both really serious about this and that they that like the thought is to do a fight for charity, mm-hmm. a pay-per-view fight, show it all over the world and give the money to charity. And, you know, if I believe, if I didn't know of how corrupt humans are, I would have said that's an amazing idea. But they probably will say that it's go to a charity and then we'll pay for whatever they need to pay first and they will finish the money on something and they will never see it for charity. But if they do give it to charity, I think this is brilliant, especially if they actually kill each other in the cage. And will you I'll pay, pay to, to see that? that? Oh, I'll pay to watch that. Okay. Back in 2000, it just depends what kind of sports uh, you are a sports guy after all. Me? Yeah, absolutely. I love sports. <laughs> I just like to see blood. Um, back in 2011, Spider Man Turn Off the Dark was on Broadway. It was a Spider Man musical. It cost $60 million. It had the budget of a full movie. Um, one of the most well, a movie expensive takes, productions. Uh, a movie, a Spider-Man ever. movie is more than $60 million. But okay. You know, a small budget yeah. movie or a good budget movie, $60 million is a lot of right. money. Uh, you can do a lot. There are a lot of great movies that were made from less than $60 million. And they had all sorts of problems on, on the production. But one day we were walking, me and a friend were walking down the street next to the theater and they were like they were selling day tickets, which are cheaper tickets that you can get if you're there at the right time. Uh, they're limited. It's great theater goers or new theater goers 
if you don't know of this, uh, look for day tickets for all your theaters. It's amazing. So you will wake up very early. But I looked at him and I was like, unless you can tell me that someone is going to break something or die today in the show, I am not paying $100 to see this because it's an awful show. I saw it twice because I got tickets for free twice to see it. Friends like took me and then I won tickets from somewhere else. And the show is just not good. It's just, it was just really bad. It was a spectacle, but it was not a good spectacle. Uh, there's only one good, two good songs out of the whole album. But the point is, is that that night, the main actor in one of the scenes, the stage opens up and Spider-Man runs, 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 and then jumps down through the stage. You know, it's a big moment in the show because it jumps through the stage and it disappears. And in that specific show that I missed, the uh, security guy did not connect the safety line and the actor fell through the stage into the bottom and broke half of his body. Um, he was devastated for a month in the hospital. It, it's a horrible story. But just saying, I would have paid to watch that and I missed it. And I would pay to see Zuckerberg or Musk get beaten up. I think many people will, especially if they're telling you, oh yeah, and your money goes to feed children. I was like, yeah, absolutely break his face. Ron mentioned earlier that the world is changing and that many new channels are taking over and that the strike is going to completely break the balance of, you know, it's going to change the balance of power in the streaming world. And last week there was a list of top 10 streaming services and obviously the big names were there, but YouTube was number one. Obviously. And YouTube is super expensive, but it's also completely free. Not like, you know, there, there's no, that's, that's the model the others the other streamers should take if there are commercials then it should be completely free well the commercials on youtube uh, you can't even skip now but that's a different story most of them some of them you can still do uh, but it's horrible it's becoming horrible it's but I, again commercial free. the the more it's taking no I, I said if there are commercials then the service needs to be free got it yeah that's the giveaway. If I'm paying, if I'm paying even five dollars, then I should not be pay, seeing any commercials. I like that. That's if I'm seeing commercials, I don't need to pay because you're already. It's the same with the with the movie theaters. You know, you used to pay an okay amount for the ticket because there were advertisers that would push a lot of advertising. You will sit through 15 minutes of commercials, but that paid for your ticket in some way. Now you're paying so much money for the ticket, and then you're still sitting through commercials. No. Not a thing. Well, mostly um, trailers, but yes. Mm, but those yes, are also that's because, but that's, but that's, first of all, that's commercial for movies. That's a different thing. But the reason you're seeing less commercials in theater is because advertisers are advertising online. They're not pushing it for theaters anymore. And also that's the reason why prices, the ticket prices went up. You know, it's all connected. But if I'm seeing commercials to that level and I can skip them, the service needs to be free. Inside the 10 top services, you had Pluto TV, you had FUBU and Roku and Peacock, which is again, technically 85% free. But you see that there's a lot of power in these free services. And these free services are powered by a technology that I don't think that I even understand. And it's called Fast. Fast is not a technology. Fast is what the name of those channels are. Fast is an acronym. What it stands for is free advertised supported television. So what that means is that you get, like you said, because you get the channels for free, they're advertised and therefore, um, you know, they, they put, I think, more commercials than would be 
on uh, on a regular commercial hour uh, on network television. Uh, um, on network television, we have um, 18 minutes of uh, commercials per hour. I think there's more on those fat channels. I don't know exactly what the calculation is of how ratio is yeah i mean if it's i know that every after every segment and after every so and so many minutes um you can uh, you get a commercial in so basically it's also an ai uh, that uh, inserts <laughs> those commercials and um and uh, a lot of the studios um have been behind those fast channels so what did they do first of all they they were like regular channels we got like all the news channels and then all kinds of uh, uh rerun shows channels and stuff like that and then they started doing sports i assume yeah but not the main sports just you know reruns and stuff like that which you know interestingly enough people will watch people will watch it uh a basketball game or a soccer game from years ago because it was like a memory. People will go back and see like greatest moments or go back to like a game they saw in their childhood. Now, the, the, really the, important the nice thing about the fast channels is that they have a TV guide like you have on regular TV. So basically you can actually, if you have an, uh, you know, uh, uh, advanced DVR, you can actually tape ahead of time those stuff or go and watch uh, whenever you a show is on that you want to watch. What they also do is now the 24-7 channels based on shows. So it started with uh, um, game shows like The Price is Right and Deal or No Deal, which you have 24 hours, like back-to-back episodes running. Uh, people like that. Um, then you have, uh, and then they started doing shows, like real shows. So you have the... Uh, you know the living dead and uh, um um any any show that you can even imagine like uh, law and order and uh, um the blacklist whatever they they can do they put on a fast channel uh on it and basically for them it's it's no work because you know an ai generates uh, uh the the program schedule uh, and inserts yeah. the commercials in and that's how uh services like pluto and tubi and Xiomo um actually uh, became popular because they populated 500 different uh fast channels on their uh platforms and you know for them it's uh, money because uh, they every fast channel like that generates money for them most of the time when a fast channel is on your platform you generate the, the commercials for them uh so you share the revenues with whoever the uh, the um, owner of the rights are is but so if you what you can watch let's say the same channel on uh, which uh, a lot of times runs on different uh, networks. It will go on Roku and on Pluto and on Kiomo and uh, and Tubi. Uh, Freevee, Amazon's Freevee. Yes, just, uh, that's another the one of those. They're adding 23 more channels. Exactly. So uh, the commercials will be different on each one. Um, sometimes you'll also see if they cannot sell the commercial time, they'll put uh, promos for other channels of theirs to promote you going there. Um, so the, it will be a different uh, commercial break on each platform that you're going to watch it on. But 
we see more and more people saying, why do I need to pay for cable if I can watch 300 or 400 or 500 different channels for free? Now, mind you, this is not the same as, as watching cable, you know, but it's very close. I mean, even CNN has a delayed uh, fast channel on it. So you see shows from last night. Uh, most people don't know the news anyway, so for them to watch last night's news doesn't matter. If it's the specials, who cares? You know, the specials are for something that happened this week. They're not specifically... Well, no, but they, they have like Anderson Cooper or plus like that. So they run like shows like Anderson Cooper from last night. You know, how much did the news change? And anyway, it's all, you know contributors talk and you know it's like um you know the the idea behind the news not so much breaking news yeah it's the opinion yes. about what happens yes. not yes. what actually happens so anyway you um, have all those channels and people love them how do you access these channels obviously like we said you can do it through the free streaming services there are a lot of them but there are more ways you can kind of tap into them right you can have a digital antenna connected to your cuz these these channels a lot of them well, are not all of like, them, not all, of them. not all of them, but, but some, some of them, them are yes. also yes. broadcasts over oh, the yeah. air. Yeah. So you can pick up an antenna and, uh, and you can pick up in New York city. I have over a hundred channels that I can pick up over the antenna. Um, this will all change. And now I'm going to throw another bomb into the air. Once all the TV, <sighs> <laughs> all the TV channels, uh, switch over to next gen TV. Some cities have already aired the next-gen TV, TV standard, but uh, they're not shutting off the original ATSC uh, digital channel. But what will change is that next-gen TV is based on IP. So basically, every channel has unlimited space to uh, uh, put uh, those uh, sub-channels on there. And you will most likely see you know, CBS adding Pluto channels and, uh, um, you know, other, uh, isn't it Paramount? Yes. Paramount is CBS. Right. True. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what, wait, what is saying? I was like, NBC is big. Yes. And Kyomo is NBC's it's universal, uh, Comcast. So they will add it on as sub channels for NBC and so on and so forth. Um, and yes, you will be able to pick up everything by antenna. You won't even have to have an internet connection. Not that I understand who, how we can live in 2023 without an internet connection. But you, you uh, well, can't. You know. <laughs> and the FCC made that clear this week as well. Yeah. And by the way, uh, at the ATSC convention uh, that is happening these days, uh, TV channels owners, the TV station owners, not the channels, uh, are talking about uh, uh, how they can uh, implement uh, um, web on the uh, next-gen TV uh, transmission power so that uh, now talking about GPS and emergency, but uh, uh, in Korea and South Korea, where they already run this uh, new uh, um, standard, they are selling internet. The TV chan TV stations are selling internet providing to, internet. to consumers in and so that by the way is the biggest fear of the cable companies in america because that will kill them completely because as we know some of the um companies have now stopped selling cable some of the smaller yeah. ones have stopped selling cable and 
and transferred the rights to selling uh, cable channels to YouTube TV in most cases. That's why YouTube TV is becoming the number one cable carrier in the country. And, um, and all they are making money off is the internet and selling some uh, uh, cell coverage, which is not their own networks. They're just leeching onto someone's network. That's the thing, though. It, these companies don't own the actual hardware. They are living above another company. So at the end of the day, you will, everybody's going to be connected to the same company through different ISPs. So, so the thing um, is that if you can pick up on your TV antenna, your internet and your TV and whatever, that's what people will do. You know, they, yep. And that will be the last nail in the coffin of the cable industry in America or in the world for that matter. And good and good. I don't know because at the end of the over. day, as we also discussed this in the past, we are paying now more for all the streaming channels than what we did in the bundled cable packages that they were selling. But, you know, we shall see what happens. But now they have all the hidden fees. The hidden fees used to be before, but now what the FCC is uh, uh, wants to do, I don't know if they will be successful, is that uh, when they say uh, you will pay $49.99, it will be including all the fees and not... Excluding them, and then when you add yeah. all the fees, it'll be a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's how it should be. The FCC is actually looking into a few things. Uh, like we just said, it's the internet as well. They are looking to make sure that internet providers are not capping users, that are not blocking users from, you know, not getting access to. Because the internet is a necessity. It's no longer a nice thing to have. It's a must thing to have, as they said in their statement. Um, and I think that's that's very true. The internet is part of our lives. And, and the bigger it becomes and the more connected we are, the more channels should be free. And the internet should have, we should have access to all this information because that's, you know, that's how the internet works. It's just, it's just what it is. Well, and but, next gen TV will make this available also for people with antennas. So, uh, you know, you'll be able to watch this on your television. It, not that you can't watch Pluto TV and the others on your television, but for the yeah. most, in most times, uh, you either have to activate your um, smart TV which I don't know why people want to, or get a, a box like Apple TV or Fire TV or Google TV in order to, or Roku uh, to watch this through them. I am kind of, I'm, I, I like that part of the idea. I don't like the idea that you're saying that every TV is going to share a location for safety. Um, like, okay, yeah, I know it's, it's, got, it's a great idea if you can send the police or an ambulance or a fire. Um, department to a place because you know exactly what's happening but as soon as you have that how do we regulate how do you control what do they know what do they don't know they know everything um, anyway, they, so they, they know everything give it up anyway. you know but uh, and whatever they don't know the ai also knows also for uh, commercial use that they can actually stream to you whatever commercial would be dedicated to your area or you as a person or good whatever. Good. I don't want to watch commercials about, you know, medicine for disease that I don't want to know even exists. I don't want that. I want them to give me commercials. If I'm already watching commercials, give them commercials that make sense. I want that when my kids are watching TV, I want them to have commercials that are appropriate for them. There you go. So that, that, that is what they will do. If you're already, um, I won't say the word, but if you're already entering my eye in a sexual way, 
then you know at least I should I should at least enjoy it. That's what I think. So anyway, this year you know, we still had uh, you know YouTube and Netflix and Hulu and all those in the top ten channel uh, uh, channels of streaming. I think that as fast is growing, um, you know we will definitely see Roku and Pluto and Xiomo and Tubi. Uh, in the first places, pushing away the paid services to... I just want to see Netflix off of it. I really hate Netflix at this point. I really want them to be not on that list. I want them... I want us to find out that they... Although we already know that they gain a lot of users after their password sharing crackdown, I really hope that like in two, three, four months, they're going to see start... They're going to start seeing a drop in numbers. I really do. And by the way, Netflix, uh, um, you know, ha will have the ad-supported tier or has the ad-supported tier, um, but all the movies and all the shows that Netflix done are mostly um, paid for by, uh, you know, uh, product placements. Um, and that's one of the things that is very interesting always to see in Netflix and also other streaming channels that, uh, you know, most of their shows are very, very heavy in uh, um, product placements, where, again, you're very regulated in uh, regular TV and movies uh, to do that, where streaming is completely out in the open and you can do whatever you want. And um, so cars and soft drinks and computers and you name it, everything is uh, that you see on the screen um, has a commercial value and actually pays. But that's the real world. That's the real world. You know what? I, I don't care about that. They can put whatever the product they want in front of my face. They can do whatever they want. You know why? Because that's the world we live in. When I walk down the street in a busy city, I will see people drinking Coca-Cola. They will drink Pepsi. They will drink whatever drink they're drinking, but they won't drink, you know, a tag that has like information. Like they always turn those, the, the, right. you know, they will place a, a cup holder on, on the cup or um, they'll have the chip bag to the other side. No, people don't. People are not that way. People want other people to see what they're using and what they're, you know, what they have. If I have a really expensive car, I will drive this. I will cruise down and up and down the street. You know, it's just what it is. It's just what it is. But we can talk for hours, but our time is done. Uh, but we can always get back to this. It's a very interesting subject and it's something that's evolving every day. Um, but it, and there's also a continue to this conversation that we'll have, um, which is, who populates these fast channels? Because that's a whole that's a whole business that people don't know exists. But to be continued. Thank you very much, Ron, for all thank this information, you. and thank you for for your time today. And thank you, the audience. Thank you, all of you, for your time listening to us. Thank you for subscribing and for sharing us with other friends. If there was anything that we talked about that interests you and you want to know more of, or if we missed or anything that you think that's important that we should add, please send us an email at inplusshow at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment on our website at entertainmentplus.show. Thank you very, very much. And I wish you a blessed day. doesn't matter what time of day it is, but good night. <laughs> Bye.